hello, uh, all you slayers. This is uh, Marley and Jenna from the future. Ooh. Listen to the clarity of our voices. Uh, we're here as a disclaimer on uh, our first episode. We just forgot to turn on the microphone. We did. We forgot. So uh, we will turn on the microphone for future episodes. So bear with us and listen to our slightly muffled but uh, lovely, wonderful first episode. <laughs> Yes, we remembered it's on. Yay, Yay. goodbye. Welcome! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Oh my god, we just finished episode one. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the pod. My best friend thinks she's Buffy. Uh, The best friend in question is... Janna, that's me. And this was an amazing day. I just need to celebrate by cracking this sour beer bronze style. Cheers, our first drink at the bronze, the place where all the people go and nobody has alcohol. in the show. (laughs) And it is massive. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. We'll and it's get in there. the bad part of town. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, America. Um. Okay, glug, glug, glug. Got a drink. And I'm Marley, for those of you listening. Oh, yes. <laughs> and she just finished her first episode. It's my first episode of Buffy. Uh, kind of. I, I've seen a few, but That's this right. was the first purposeful watching. And it was the, is it a pilot? Was it a pilot? And then it was picked up. I don't know. I think it was. Yep. But but I, I'm not sure. Oh, and I should issue a correction. Oh, are or we two. Gonna, we'll start with the correction. Should we start with corrections or two? Sure. So, uh, turns out I'm a big Buffy fan. Huge Buffy fan. But I may not be a Buffy expert. Um, <laughs> which I think we'll actually come to learn are two different categories of person. True, true. But but I was pretty close. The the episode, the, the corrections are to do with the director of the film, mm-hmm. who is Fran... Rubel, uh, Rubel, Jesus. <laughs> she even looked it up. Yeah, I did. I just looked it up. But her last name is, um, Kazooie. And I said something, I said something wrong before. On episode zero. On episode zero. Mm-hmm. I said, I said the wrong last name. Because I just saw it in the credits and I've never had to say it. Uh, although I love her very much and wish she could direct my life. But, and the other thing was, is that Hush, Hush didn't win the Emmy. It was nominated. Nominated for the Emmy. Always the bridesmaid, never, never the bride. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and because it wasn't an award-winning episode... That maybe, means I hate it. That, that's right. That <laughs> means Marley won't give it the time of day. Uh, I knew it wasn't an award-winning <laughs> episode of television. I was so surprised. I was so surprised. It, it's so good. Whatever. <laughs> Robbed. Robbed. Highway robbery. So, we are going to talk about... The first episode, we we just watched it. And welcome to the Hellmouth. And we call it Welcome to the Hellmouth. They called it Welcome to the they Hellmouth. They call it. We could rename it at the We end also call we it, you know, I'm still not sure what the Hellmouth is. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine. thinking about that. Uh, we're going we're gonna to see, maybe. Well, what fun. do you think it is? Well, uh, I think it's the uh, pool of red water. That um, I believe he is the master, the slippery one. Um, he he uh, popped out of it in a full leather. Would outfit. you say it popped? I'm not. Uh, sure he he kind of like rose out of it. He did. 
He like he like mime elevator down. Yeah, there. it's definitely but reverse. But cool because he wasn't wet, so, so cool. loved it. Yes. Uh, loved his leather outfit. Leather is a big theme in this show. Yes, uh, leather everywhere. <laughs> uh, so I loved his outfit. So I think I think that's the Hellmouth. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, think that's a pretty good first um, guess after one episode of the mm-hmm. show. They do pack a lot of context in. Did you notice? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. What else do you know? What did you learn? Well, um, they were kind of being meta and referencing this like prior incantation of Buffy. Totally. Like, uh, you know. I can't believe that happened at my last school or whatever. Or like uh, the whoever he was, the principal or whatever. Mr. Flutie. Yeah, he's but ripping up. calls him Bob, but nobody actually does. Sure. I don't know <laughs> anything about him, except he's got a terrible haircut. Uh, <laughs> but he, he ripped up her transcript and said, you start with a clean slate here, uh, which I thought was meta. Like, haha, you don't need to have seen the, the prequel to be here. Absolutely. And then he taped it back together. Well, yeah, he saw that she burned down her gym. Yeah. Uh, and was like, well, maybe we should give them the mile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just a, a little meta nod to be like, you don't need to have seen the prequel. Ha ha. Uh, we're all fans here. We're starting fresh. Yeah. Everybody gets a fresh start in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, obviously kind of an intro to the, to the main cast, uh, the main cast right now. Anyway. Yep. Um, who do we meet first? Do you remember who we meet first? Um, like what's the first, the first opening scene is a shot of the high school. Yes. At night, and we go in with uh, a blonde woman mm-hmm. and a, a horny brunette feller. Man. Uh, he, also, big leather jacket. Huge. I noted. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're breaking into the high school to go have some fun. Losers. <laughs> Who would do that? They're going to go to the roof. It's so cool. <laughs> so cool on the yeah. roof. Uh, and then she... Uh, turns into a demon. Did you or, expect that? Or a, no, I didn't. Okay, it's a great shock. I was <gasps> like, oh, he's the demon. Yes, very good. Uh, no, she is a demon or vampire. I'm not sure what they are. Okay. Um, at the end of that. Okay. They're kind of almost referred to like both ways. So. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Vampires but... definitely definitely go both ways. They definitely have uh one foot in the demon world and one foot in the human world. Oh, I see. Um, so I think vampires are demons okay so that's what i think mm-hmm. and i think i think as you watch the show uh you'll 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 kind of figure out your own way to like categorize and you'll also probably be be scared of certain things more than mm-hmm. other people are like some people i i think vampires are huge huge baddies and i actually think they cause buffy some of the most anguish and distress mm-hmm. but demons that aren't vampires that are different kinds of demons are totally more powerful. But vampires, vampires are kind of her, they're kind of the constant. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the first, so she, she's like, I want a clean slate. I don't want to talk about anything that happened to me before. I'm in the new school. And then, you know, she goes to the library and the first thing she's handed is a vampire vampire like, a vampire i know what you're looking for so like vampire tomb uh and Joel's like what oh weird i thought we were gonna oh, get right to business quite mistaken yeah. how old is giles like because i was like is he my age <laughs> no he's had a he's had a life he's had okay. a previous life is he 
like 40? That's what I think. Okay. I think he's like early 40s. Well, he must be because he's a uh, former curator of the British Museum. Okay, and as someone who has trained in curation, that's impossible. <laughs> Don't you love when Willow's like the British Museum, like one of the British museums or maybe the British Museum? Like America has no... I just Concept. love it. The smartest girl in school is like, oh, I don't know anything about Europe. It's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, why would he leave that job? That would be the ideal job. You need a PhD. Does he have one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Destiny, but Destiny, man, he he's he's a curator of museums. But what does that tell you about the people who hold the history? What are they mm. really doing? I, I was like, why? I still don't know why he has come okay. to be her watcher. This is like, I found out he is this watcher man. <laughs> uh, and it's his job to like train the Slayer. But like, who told him that? How did he find out? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and neither does Buffy. Yeah. Nope. She doesn't know. And she doesn't care. She does not care at all. <laughs> no, she's rejecting. This is an episode where Buffy is... Uh, she's rejecting her her past. She's rejecting what's happening to her in the present. She refuses to acknowledge that the trouble that she found herself in in the film has followed her. Mm. Like, she's pretty set on making a clear start. Oh, like, yeah. I think Buffy believes that there is a world when she doesn't have to deal with vampires. Yeah. And I like my questions are like, well, she's really young. I find out she's 16 years old. Yeah. Like, how long could she have been doing this? I guess everything feels like a really long time when you're a teenager. Mm -hmm. But but all we really talk about is that one event at the school. Mm -hmm. So it feels like to me, I remember watching it and I remember thinking, holy shit. Like she probably was just like this is she was probably 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. Like this is recent information, mm. her becoming a slayer. Yeah. It's not like she has like years and years and years of experience. Mm -hmm. She has some experience. Yeah. But and, not, not years and years. Well, and I'm like, I, I hope, well, I'm sure we'll find out, but I have questions like how, how do you become a slayer? Does someone tell you? <laughs> do you read it in a book? Do you wake up and it's in your heart? Like, I don't know. <laughs> How yeah, do you happen? eat? Do you eat some like really good McDonald's magic and you become yeah <laughs> yeah? Do you grow a Slayer out of out of magic beans? Yeah, I yeah. don't I don't know. These are all questions which maybe will be answered. We will see. We're gonna see. So we met Giles. We met Buffy. Um, I also think Xander was the first one. Maybe uh, he like sees her and is like ooga and then smashes with his skateboard into a railing. Oh my god, isn't that such a classic scene? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That whole very hetero, very like boy, boy becomes yeah. dumb because he I wonder sees girl. How old the actor is? You know, I I heard a rumor. See, this is the kind of fan I I am. I'm I'm no <laughs> expert, but I'm this fan that has all this information in my head that mm -hmm. we'll research later and find out I'm totally wrong. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure Ryan Reynolds was cast as Xander. Oh really? Or was offered the part or something and he didn't take it. Or did he do Breaker High instead or whatever? Or was he after Breaker High? I actually don't know. Mm. Ryan Reynolds was on everybody else's radar, and I was. Oh uh, no, I'm thinking of Ryan Gosling. You are Sorry. thinking of Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And I don't know what Ryan Reynolds could have been doing he was also like a canadian yeah he's totally doing mtv everyone canadian heartthrob yeah yeah but he turned down the he turned down the role mm -hmm. and i think there's others too we could find that are famous but more famous than nicholas brendan but who plays xander but um 
But I follow Nicholas Brendan on Instagram, and he's always doing meet and greets. Amazing. So <laughs> meet with the fans. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So we meet Xander. Uh. He's a, a skater. Is that a personality type? He seems like a a skater. Uh, a loser guy who doesn't do school good. And That's he right. <laughs> asked Nisa to help uh, ask Willow, the nerd girl, for her help. Yes. Yeah, so we've got the the sort of like dumb boy yeah. and we've got smart girl smart girl uh and, <laughs> and then, then we've got new student buffy new student um new hot girl student yes and uh then we have mean girl cordelia cordelia at first i wasn't sure if she was going to be a mean girl or not because she was friendly yeah totally friendly to buffy um and that's when i had heard of willow and xander mm-hmm. but i didn't hear of cordelia so uh she's a total bitch <laughs> she is a total bitch yeah but there's lots about cordelia too that is quite awesome mm-hmm. like we're gonna get into this in bewitched bothered and bewildered i know mm-hmm. which is oh yeah what this is the we've made um we've we've broken up our conversation into categories categories this one's called what's the sitch which mm-hmm. is where marley is going to give her first impressions mm-hmm. we're going to talk about plot we're going to talk about how it made her heart feel, mm-hmm. which is very important. Very important. And um, but 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 what I wanted to say mm-hmm. is that when Cordelia shuts down Jesse mm-hmm. in the bronze, very clear, mm-hmm. just like no, leave me alone, goodbye. Yeah. There's there's also she's this bitch, but she's also very powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you meet two women in this episode that are very powerful mm-hmm. for for better or for worse have a huge amount of power. And Willow has the least power. Willow has the least power. And different anyone. kinds of status. Like Buffy has tons of power, we 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 know because she can break a doorknob and kick open a door. No big deal. <laughs> um and Luke is like, more you're strong. I'm stronger. <laughs> that, that, I'm stronger. <laughs> that quote where you're just like, oh geez. It's that makeup on his face. Very you can't have too bane. many lines. It is very bane. <laughs> it is very bane. But but they don't have the same amount of status. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important in this show. Um, and it's because I've seen the, the whole show lots and lots of times. But but there's a huge conversation between the difference between power and status. Mm-hmm. And you can have both of those things. And you can also have one or the other. And you can have yeah. none. And and those kinds of relationships are important. And they, they really help you understand the characters and what they want. And Cordelia wants Buffy to be her friend at the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode and then by the end yeah, of the episode. Not so much. No. Who wants to be friends with her though? She's horrible. Well, <laughs> but in high school though, it's important to be popular and to be liked. It's it's very hard if you aren't those things. Absolutely. So but Buffy doesn't seem to care um about being popular because she she is like, ugh, Cordelia, and then she goes and wants to be friends with Willow, like, because she feels bad for her, is kind of how I read it. Well, I think I think she had that conversation with Cordelia in the, the class where they're talking about the Black Plague. It's like very Ferris Bueller, <laughs> like, anyone, anyone, so the Black Plague was gave birth started. to what social idea? <laughs> anyone, anyone, and it's like, ding, ding. <laughs> We're, like it's just, what a bad lesson plan to yes. to be in the middle of a conversation at the end of the period. Is that what school is like in America? I don't know. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. 
What was I saying? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Why don't we? Oh, oh, oh. oh. No, I was sorry. I, uh-huh. I, I'm excited, and I know what I was no. saying. I was talking about. I was talking about how, um, at the end of the class, Cordelia offers Buffy a lot of help. You know, she's gonna f- help her find a book in the library. Hmm. She's gonna be like, "Oh my God, you're from LA. That's so cool." She gives her that like cool test about like what frappuccinos. Kind of, uh, what does she say? She says trendy but delicious. Yeah. <laughs> And it's so true. <laughs> but but then, so everything's going well, and then they go to the water fountain, and Willow's drinking at the water fountain, and apparently no one can be drinking at the water fountain, especially not Willow when Cordelia Wants gets it. in line. And then Buffy learns that Cordelia might be nice to Buffy, but Cordelia isn't nice to everybody. Mm, yeah. And Buffy obviously has this conscience thing, so I'm just going to take off my coat. Might be a bit of noise, but we're in this closet, and I'm getting quite warm because I'm quite excited. <laughs> okay but you were saying i interrupted you um i just wanted to give a bit of context oh please um, do please what yeah. else was happening in 1997 yeah because i i was curious i wanted to look up i wanted to bring bring myself back and so in 1997 i was eight years old and in 1997 i was nine years old mm-hmm. oh just just we had this just little <laughs> little girls. Um, and uh, it, I researched some other things that were going on oh, in do the tell. world, do uh, tell. which contextualizes it. And I can't believe all these things happened in 1997. But uh, Titanic came up. <gasps> oh my god! Yes. Oh wow. Uh, Leo, Kate, Iconique. Uh, I saw that in theaters. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. A few times with yeah. lots of popcorn, and I remember just like oogling over over Kate Winslet just quite a lot. Oh yes. Oh my god, but everyone even uh what's his name? What's his name? Um the guy that played Cal, Billy oh, Zane. Billy Zane. Even him. Oh yes. I mean, the I didn't I didn't love the haircut, but Oh, I love it. And and he was way <laughs> too possessive and obviously abusive. <laughs> but um, you know, I thought he was hot. Dreamy. Yeah. Um uh the first Harry Potter was published <gasps> this year. Maybe we didn't get it over in North America for for a little bit, but uh, it was starting the Potter mania all at this time. Well, uh, when you got the Harry Potters, did you get book one, two, and three at the same time? I got book one and two at the same time. Okay. Number three was not out yet. So I think I got them one, two, and three, and I think I was 11. So mm-hmm. I guess it was just... I was nine. So okay, was like so you got year. it. I okay. got them very, very early. What else happened in 1997? Uh, Spice Girls were at the... Peak of the Spice Mania. Spice World, that bus. I want to yeah. have that bus. They released the album Spice World in 1997. Oh, so not the bus, just the album. Just the album. Okay. Uh, so they were, you know, touring around the world. Mm-hmm. So that was at the peak. Uh, Tyra Banks was the first black woman on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Crazy thing, or wild thing, mm-hmm. the first... Uh, trans woman was just on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Oh, really? So it's 2020. Mm-hmm. And so how many years has it been? So 23 years? Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yep. So so that was happening. Uh, Princess Diana died <gasps> in 1997. So that rocked the world. That must mean Elton. Oh, yes. Elton. Elton John wrote rewrote Candle in the Wind for Princess Di. Uh, that year, so it was a big hit, and Ellen DeGeneres publicly came out. Oh my god, that's when she came out on her show, mm-hmm. and then subsequently got canceled and yes. was pretty much blacklisted from Hollywood Holy. for that for that thing. Well, and this leads into this leads into the fact that Buffy, as I was watching now, is very white. Oh yes, 
I and mean, should we talk about let's just get into it? Well, let's get into the first impressions. Yeah, because I didn't notice that as a as a squib when I was watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I noticed it. It was like I didn't clock it like I do now. Well, and as as white people, we have grown up with watching white people and come to expect it. Yeah, and see ourselves reflected, and especially in the '90s, you know. Friends, all these shows, like that was that was the thing. That's what that's what we were consuming. Yeah. Uh, and certainly there were zero people of color in this episode, except for one guy uh, with dreads in the band. Well, and the girl that finds the the body in the locker. Oh, who's, yeah. Who's tur- is is Cordelia's friend? Oh, okay. But yes, no, there are very very few. Yeah. So few. Mm-hmm. And and it's all pretty hetero too. It's it's boy Oogles girl. Oh yeah. Girl Oogles boy. We well, I was like, oh, I could never have a boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, uh, you know, I yeah. don't know how to talk to boys. Uh, <laughs> I usually start saying syllables and then I stop speaking. And, <laughs> yeah, I know, poor Willow. And then the, it's funny, the vampire kind of seduction is always uh, hetero. Yeah, I mean that I just from this episode. Yeah, episode one. Yeah, totally, mm-hmm. yeah. totally. So. Uh, we'll see uh, what continues to happen, but like certainly, it's interesting when you look back. And I was, I remember looking back and and like, this was, I think the only show where there was a female lead, mm. where it wasn't sort of, it wasn't like Friends where things were sort of equi, uh, three guys, three girls, and that was considered this equitable movement mm-hmm. uh, in in in, ho- in Hollywood. TV and in in American sitcoms, so yeah, it's funny when you look back and you watch the bar just change, and you watch the world that Hollywood is ex- is that Hollywood deems deems acceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch that change because because for me this was a show that really broke the wheel. <laughs> yeah, for me for me because it was a girl who was strong, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of commenting on her body. I don't know if you notice. Yeah, but and, they, and she's tiny, and people are oogling her, and she's good-looking and blonde, and yeah, and people are like, "Oh, you're strong, but you have no muscles." Mm-hmm. There's there's lots of commenting on her mm-hmm. on her on her body. Yeah, uh, and she, you know, re- rejects a lot of that. She can't do much about it. Other other than just be like, "Hey, shut up," and and pun about it. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it becomes a thing, it, it that and that will become a thing as you'll see. Yeah, um, the rejection of this assumption about what she's capable of based on her being a small sixteen-year-old woman. Well, and like we have this like great action scene. Uh, and, well, I think the first time you realize she's very strong, like in inhumanly strong, superhumanly strong, is when she, um. They're like, uh, there's a dead guy in the locker room, and she's like, I'm going to check it out, and she just rips open the door. Well, classic, classic, like, wiggles the doorknob once, wiggles the doorknob twice, like, looks over her left shoulder and just, like, smashes <laughs> yeah. the door. And you're like, oh, wow, like, that is, like, a human can't do that. Yeah, totally. Um, it's superhuman. And she's got her painted nails and looks... Oh, yeah. They're white. They they're are white. Long. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and always done. Uh, and then she and then she has this big fight with this this demon vampire, and uh, she kills one like immediately, and then kind of has a yeah 
bit of a struggle, but, you know, prevails in the end. And she's doing kicks and she uh, flips over the tomb. And she also hides above Angel in a handstand. Oh, yeah. On a little wire. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty amazing. I feel like in 1997, when this came out, like America had just seen the Summer Olympics and we'd just seen like, (laughs) like those, those, those insanely fit little women Mm -hmm. um, just tearing it up in the gymnastics world. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that was our bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Yep. Uh, I I I need to talk about fashion. So this is this section is called some assembly required, required. Uh, and we we just must talk about all of the '90s fashion. I most of my notes are on their outfits. You took notes. <laughs> you I took, took a notes. lot of notes. Yeah, I took some notes, but I took I took two notes, and then I couldn't take my eyes off the episode. I can't believe you have. <laughs> you promised you were watching. Oh, of course. Okay, but, give me your notes. Uh, well, I can't give you all of them, but uh, mm-hmm. I'll 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 just start with Buffy's first day of school look. So please do tell. Uh, you know, it's very important what you wear to the first day of school. Absolutely. So she has um kind of fluffy uh '90s kind of Jen- Jennifer Aniston hair, yep. but with the fluffy bangs that are kind of like thin. One, two, three bangs. Yeah, uh, just uh, like. Uh. Uh, <laughs> kind of gelled in like four sections i know but she makes it work oh yeah it looks great and then she's got like this white kind of um clip in her hair yes it's not actually holding hair it's just there it's just a fashion clip just fashion which matches her white nails it rests yeah it rests on her head yeah and it matches her white nails she's got white long nails like they're did uh what high school girl can afford to (laughs) get her nails did but i know it's california true she came from la they always have their nails dead (laughs) uh she's got a little cropped um cardigan uh i believe it's powder blue it's powder blue uh, which kind of matches she's sort of got bluish maybe purplish eyeshadow yes uh and like frosty pink lips yes like frosty glossy lips she just looks like for me she really looks like a, a barbie doll yeah like like everything about her is frosted yes and 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 like like what's the word what's the word everything looks kind of matte but also glittery yeah it's like peak 90s like frosty she's got lovely um mascara on and she's got a little teeny red mini skirt like i think so it's leather tiny. too i think it's like oh, is it? it's, i, I think tell. it's like brownie red yeah um very short but a bunch of the girls had these little mini skirts on like yeah. very clueless plaid mini skirt absolutely clueless um and tall boots yeah these tall boots she kind of she looks like velma yeah like little flippy hair and like tall like go-go boots i almost. think i think smg played velma in that oh in that she kind of, did i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it was horrible it was horrible yeah, okay it was horrible it was horrible um, oh, with Freddie Prince, her husband. I'm pretty sure you know it was a it was a labor of love that those those films. <laughs> yeah, it's a passion project. Those films. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Willow has like a hideous outfit. She's wearing white tights, like a little girl wears, because no one over the age of six wears white tights. And then like a shitty, ugly jumper that she says her mom picked out for her. Oh mm. Willow, Willow has Willow Rosenberg has a funny relationship with her mom. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait until we get farther along and you learn She's more about earnest them. and genuine. Absolutely, like, my mom picked it. Yeah, <laughs> don't say that in high school, Willow. <laughs> I know she does get quite schooled, doesn't she? And you're like, oh, I feel really bad for you. And also, it's like, 
Okay, but Cordelia is also wearing a hideous outfit. Yeah, she's wearing like um velvet green pants and she's like, Well, your look is so ugly. And Cordelia looks hideous. I know. And she has like a see-through buttoned down shirt. Cordelia is also one of those characters where it's just like, holy Jesus, that that woman is like just knocked me out of the park. Like mm. Charisma Carpenter who plays Cordelia is just so stunning. Oh yeah. It's like, it's remarkable. Mm-hmm. And I mean everyone's very good looking in the show. Oh, everyone's honestly. very good looking. Yeah. Everyone's very good looking. It's just you have these sort of like they don't live in LA, they live in Sunnydale, they live in like small town California. There's one school, one bar, and you have these smoke shows who go to school together and have like amazing fashion. It's just a funny thing. Oh, yeah. It's like it's not real. It's one of the first times in in the sh- it's one of the first things in the show where you're like, okay, but we are, this is a Hollywood show. Oh, yeah. We're not actually in small town California, are we? Whatever. We're from the north of north, <laughs> the, the northernmost place from California, basically. Yeah. Except that we're not. There's much north, northerner than us, but you know what I mean. Yes. We don't have palm trees outside of our school, which I noticed the, the palm trees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They show those palms off. Uh, the weather looks amazing. Um, and then and then they go to the bronze, and so they all put their party outfits on. They do. Uh, and how do you feel about Buffy's party? Buffy is so ugly. <laughs> she was like, "Oh my god, this one's too slutty. This one's the high." What did she say? Uh, it's a. I I look like I have a copy of the Watchtower, and I don't know what that is, but I wrote it down. Like, I don't know what it is too. You keep talking, and maybe I can look it up. Um, so Buffy has these little short black pants on, which makes her look very short. And she is a tiny person, but this makes her look like very hobbity to me. Yeah, I I leaned over to to Marley and was like, "Oh, Buffy's wearing her short black pants. That means she's gonna fight someone." <laughs> we'll clock it in future episodes. The short pant. I mean, I guess it's functional, but she's also got these very ugly kind of low oh, wedges on. She was making a Jehovah's Witness. She was referring to um, the book, the religious magazine published monthly, which is called The Watchtower, which is what Jehovah's Witnesses will bring Oh, around. so she was like, this outfit makes me look like I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Like a very committed sort of religious Christian sort of section of Christianity and or I'm a salute. Well, um, her outfit was very conservative. It was like a white shirt with like a like a a blousey blue button up over top of it and just like her hair in a little updo, which I thought was a very weird clubbing choice. <laughs> yeah, she I should have gone with the leather slutty look. <laughs> well I think Buffy's trying to keep a low profile yeah. is the thing. Yeah, okay. I think this could be the reason for that horrible outfit. I do agree. I do agree. I think usually they dress SMG. SMG, I love you. They dress, <laughs> they dress her really well. And as she gets more famous, she dresses herself a lot of the time. Like as Sarah Michelle mm. Gellar gets more famous, as the actor gets more famous, you can tell that there's more, there's just, they consider what she's wearing a lot more. Yeah. You'll well, see. and in the pilot, it's always funny when adults dress teens in how they think they would dress. Like, it's so far removed. And they really reference a lot of, like, being trendy, being current, 
Yeah. And I'm like, is this trending current? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I actually think Willow's outfit at the bronze is great. It's so cute. She's got like a little, I would wear it. It's like a little, um, dress with like a floral pattern with like a cute Peter Pan collar. And she's got this oversized like orange cardigan. And her beautiful long. Oh yeah. Straight hair. Yeah. And she's got great skin like they all do. Have uh, you noticed that there's quite a schoolgirl theme? There's like, mm. they, they really push that innocence. Well, they're all very fresh face. Yeah. Like, Willow's got his huge eyes, so she's very wide-eyed and fresh-faced. And the vampire at the beginning, the very beginning, who mm. we think is going to be the prey, who turns out to be the hunter, mm-hmm. is also wearing a schoolgirl thing that yes. seems to be her costume. Yes, absolutely. Well, isn't it funny, too, how Giles brought... Well, so Buffy goes to the bronze. She mm-hmm. goes to the bronze to try and have a social life. Mm-hmm. And then Giles shows up. Mm-hmm. She tells Willow to seize the moment because tomorrow you might be dead. Yeah, which is a famous, absolutely classic. famous. Okay, one of our very good friends, Paula Humby, mm-hmm. embroidered me seize the moment because tomorrow you might be dead, and framed them for me just uh, a couple of years ago, actually. And their house is named the Hellmouth, which I knew was a Buffy reference, but I had no idea what Welcome that meant. Welcome to the Hellmouth, baby. <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, so she goes to the bronze. To have a good time, notices Giles lurking in his yeah, tweed, creepy, very creepy, um, up up above in the bi level bar <laughs> in the bad side of town. Why do they have this huge club? Like it's huge. to collect all the children in one place. Sure. So there's no. They can drink Coca Cola. So they can drink out of red cups and never talk about what's in them. Yeah. It could be. I don't know. You know, it could be all kinds of things. I mean, clearly it's not alcohol because Giles is there and doesn't care like i don't know and willow is there and she seems like a like too nerdy to drink alcohol it's like they talk about them being 16 they're not they're not drinking alcohol at this club what is this all ages club like do grown-ups go to this club again it's part of the the thing about the universe that you're that you realize oh it's not just the vampires that aren't real this city this town is not not real real. (laughs) you know what i mean yeah but you believe it also you well you just believe it how many people are supposed to live in sunnydale oh i don't know i don't know Hmm. they have one school one bar cordelia says that the bad side of town is right beside the good side of town Mm -hmm. like everybody knew there was a new kid coming it's small it's small there's one gallery which Joyce Summers, Buffy's mama. Like an art gallery? I think it's, yeah, it's an art gallery. Mm. But you're not sure at the first episode what exactly her job Mm. is. And to be honest, well, no, you you learn a bit more about what Joyce does, but like it's just a gallery. She's (laughs) a very chill mom. She was like, you going to club, honey? Great. Be safe. I read a lot. (laughs) Buffy's like, no, it's a nun bar, nun club. She's like, I read a lot about over-nurturing. I'll stop crying. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, great. That's that's great. Love the parenting style. Very very much so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially for a kiddo who just burned down her old school. Uh, Yeah, like she's not being punished in any way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think Joyce Summers is putting on sort of this really ultra- positivity thing yeah she says it like i'm being positive about this my energy i think we're gonna do it i think we're gonna do good i don't know where buffy's dad is yes where is buffy's dad i don't know literally no not a reference whatsoever in the first episode so we'll we'll see 
what happens yeah, if he ever gets brought to be up. continued on the nuclear family. Mm-hmm. But getting back to Giles. Oh. Getting back to why Giles is there. And oh, this is what I was trying to get to. So mm. so Giles is like, you should be able to sense whether there's a vampire in here or not. You should be able to just feel whether there's a vampire here. Mm-hmm. Um, and Buffy's like, Ugh. and he's like, just just try it. Just zone in, just try it. And he's going off on this like sort of lecture, this and your power this sanctimonious and... sort of speech. And Buffy just immediately is able to point one out because of his fashion. Bad fashion. Yes. yes. It's like very important. Um, yeah. And it's very important to teens. Like, you know, fashion is very, very important when you're that age. And although I couldn't tell, I was like, is this an old fashion? It looks uh, just like exactly the same as yeah. what they're wearing. It's yeah. ugly. It's Buffy's like... lapels weren't particularly short either. Yeah. Yeah. These were like, but she said uh, he had big lapels and his jacket was rolled up. Uh, fashion faux pas. <laughs> uh, and his shirt is like satiny. It's, yeah, it's lovely. But she does give something away about vampires where she talks about only someone who's been underground for 10 years. Hmm. So referring to how that might be the fashion of 1987. Sure. Would think that that's fashionable. So they live underground. I did see this cave of wonders that uh, <laughs> they have. Uh, and who lives in the Cave of Wonders again? Pop quiz? Uh, I don't know. The master? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, you win. You win a sip so, of beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you see the cave down there. They're doing some ritual. I don't know who's down there. It's like multiple um, vampires. And then the master like rises up out of the hellmouth, maybe. And he's like, I'm so thirsty. I need to feed. Bring me a young one. <laughs> um. So luckily, there's this bar full of young ones that the vampires can just go in and like collect as they will. And it's like a, a short walk through the graveyard. <laughs> Absolutely. The ice cream mm-hmm. shop is this way. Oh, I know a shortcut. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, funny. But who does she meet on the way to the bronze? We meet... The Backstreet Boy. The one you love oh, to call the Backstreet Boy. He does look like um, a Backstreet Boy. Buffy's brown-haired brown haired girl, Angel. Yeah, which I... He is very dreamy. Yeah. But I also kind of forget what he looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sort of like indescriptly good-looking. So did you have any notes on Angel's fashion? Uh, he had on a velvet... It looked... It appeared to be velvet or some kind of like satiny... Like... Almost like a tuxedo, like jacket. Um, that's that was noted. Uh, and he some... is very tuxedo mask. Oh, totally. He is very tuxedo. Because he mask. just appeared and was like, oh, like, yeah. The, the harvest is coming. Ask your friend or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're yeah they're his. He's not a conversationalist, is he? Yeah, no, and and Buffy was like, I hate him. (laughs) But she also thinks he's super dreamy. Oh, yes. And I like that she was admitted that and could just be like, he's gorgeous, but I hate him. He sucks. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he creeped me out. He followed me down an alleyway. Mm -hmm. I had to beat him up. Mm -hmm. He was cryptic and spoke to me in riddles. What the fuck? Yeah, she's just, like, Buffy is sassy. Like, this is her personality to me right now. She's kind of sassy she's over a lot of the things that she's had to go through she's like over it and wants to move forward um 
but is like probably realizing she can't, she shan't, uh, through many people telling her she's not allowed to. <laughs> yes, there's lots of, there's lots of you can't do this, mm-hmm. you should be doing this. Yeah, people are bossing her around and yeah. she's like pissed about it and doesn't want to listen to anyone. Also, when you're 16, you don't want to listen to anybody. No. Well, especially not when it's life and death situation. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was in, I mean, I'm not a vampire slayer as we know now, at least not yet. And if I am one, I'm, well, I, c- I could be. It, you could. I could be. I'm only 31. <laughs> I'm only 31. Do you have to be young to be one? Typically, that seems to be the lore. Well, and they're talking a lot about, like, young, fresh. Yes. And they're playing into this, like, really youthful versus old people kind of thing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And the vampires tend to hunt younger, Mm -hmm. more innocent people. Like, that's a part of what their their appetite uh, is telling them to go and eat. Yes. And that's sort of, like beyond Buffy, like, the mythology of, of vampires, yes. like, taking young, young women, and, oh, and also, I learned how vampires made, kind of, uh, <laughs> they, wait, they suck your blood, and then you suck their blood, and then, uh, it's then a you're whole a sucky thing, this, yeah, and then you, great, <laughs> yeah, first episode, totally clear, they, they have to suck your blood, you have to suck their blood, it's a whole sucky thing, so, Mm-hmm. So we learn that. Mm-hmm. We learn that there's a way to just die. A vampire can just suck your blood and kill you because mm-hmm. that's who was stuck oh, in the, the locker. locker boy. Um, he just died because that lady demon sucked all his blood out. But then the other kid, Jesse, he got bit. He thought it was a hickey, <laughs> uh, but he didn't die. Is there? Is, is, there's no lasting effects. I don't know. Well, you'll see. We're going to see. That you'll find out. Mm-hmm. But did you ever have it in your mind? Why why aren't there so many vampires? Or or did you have a moment during the show where you were like, oh, it takes more than just being bitten to become a vampire, which means that a vampire has to choose you to become a vampire. Mm. You, have you had any thoughts about that? Not really. Okay. Like, I'm trying to, like, understand why the vampires are here, what they want they want to do a harvest <laughs> <laughs> that's right it's september and they have to pull up their turnips the harvest and their fair. And... um which i assume is some kind of like purge slash like feeding slash like maybe turning people into vampires well, yeah what did you think about luke who is we were introduced to luke oh is that his name the the demon who's like i'm stronger so the, yeah the master when luke sort of raises the master out of the wet hole. He looks like kind of Voldemorty. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Very old. Mm-hmm. Different from the other vampires, definitely. Yeah, because the other vampires have hair and like, <laughs> um, like kind of like fashion, and he's sort of of another time. And also, we've seen the other vampires without their vamp face on. Oh yeah, and they we, can change into yeah human looking. That's right, and we haven't seen the the master do that. He's perma. He's Perma ugly. Yeah, he's got the the perma veins in the eyebrows. I'm assuming that's where the blood goes, is up into the face. Sure. (laughs) Um, And he's very hungry because he's been in that hole. (laughs) I don't know where he's been doing something. Yeah, I don't know where he's been either, but he's been in that puddle. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's going to happen. Uh, Not sure why. Uh, I don't know that. 
I mean, I guess the motivation is to, like, live forever, I suppose, if you're a vampire. Well, but Luke talks about this great, this thing that all the vamps are looking forward to called the harvest, where the humans, they will rid the humans of the world. Oh. And hell, that's what he's testifying. Oh, yeah. He says amen. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, okay, I did have questions about, like, Christianity and demons because Angel gives Buffy like this box with a with a cross yes. in it. And so she didn't really did she put it on? I didn't see her wearing it. No, she just opened it. She looked at it, but she didn't put it on. No. Um but I assume it was for protection. Yeah. Uh and the cross can protect you against demon vampires, which perhaps has something to do with like the devil or like in absolutely so it is this, this like christian but they didn't reference really christianity at all except for that cross it's just a symbol mm-hmm. right now isn't it yes yeah. this, this cross yeah 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 it's but he did say amen so yeah. he's praying to uh, the devil but isn't that neat <laughs> I, I i something it's something i was i think i was worried about when i first watched the show because i never went i mean i went to church with my grandma when i lived with them and I fell asleep in the pew, and then the guy with the basket would come and, like, knock me on the head and wake me up. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, my grandma would be like, time to go. <laughs> but, like, I never paid attention, and my mom is, like, a heathen, so. <laughs> I was raised in a completely atheistic yeah. way. Uh, when I was very young, I was given a tape by David Suzuki, and he told me about the Big Bang. So that's how I... I learned about the Big Bang you from learned, a very yeah. young age from David Suzuki, who is my Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> we do love David in this house. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we don't have the same kind of relationship to Christianity that America has. Ah. A huge difference between Canadian, I, I believe, between mm-hmm. Canadian uh, superfans and and American superfans will be that they might have a little bit more insight into the American Christian mm-hmm. mega churchy. Um, Faith. Well, and if it's a small town, like one would assume there's more churches or, but that hasn't, there, that's not been a character in no. the show at all yet. Isn't that interesting though? We learn, we learn that it's a, it's a world based in a Christian faith, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess if you know America, you just know that. Mm-hmm. You just know that, you just know that a Christianity is a huge religion that rules a lot of people's lives there. Not the only one, of course, but a big one. I mean, they say God bless America for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Like it's in their constitution. Yeah. Like Christianity is is just it's a big it's a big thing for people. Yeah. But you learn about the fact that a cross could protect Buffy. We're going into Christian graveyards. Mm-hmm. So we're learning a lot about the the lore of the world without talking about Christianity at all. Yeah. So that's, I think that's really clever. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, certainly, I was wondering about that when she got that cross. Yeah, because there's lots of stories, uh, there's lots of stories, like I'm thinking about True Blood um, and even Twilight, where churches don't really factor, crosses and churches aren't a huge, huge factor mm-hmm. in sort of the vampire logic. And in Buffy, you're like, oh, it, we're in there's this graveyard with this mausoleum we're gonna go into this crypt mm-hmm. like that's just open and available and there's hundreds of them to choose from mm-hmm. and she's given this cross yeah and and but you have this super religious evil vampire mm-hmm. who's bastardizing sort of the christian amen 
faith, totally. Mm-hmm. And and incredibly devout, even in his clothing. He looks like a preacher. Yeah, the master, like, he's got this, like, full leather collared, But leather isn't that kind of, like, a demonic material. <laughs> well, it's sort of, it's like, it's also very, like, he's not a sexy vampire. But it's a very sexy... Oh, yeah. It's like the dark side of the, the flip side of the world. The well, and everyone side. who wears leather is, like, a bad person you know like a bad boy or you know you're a motorcyclist you're a punk you're a whatever and especially in the 90s too I feel like like skinheads and 90s skinheads were very like oh yeah there was a there was a little panic about the the 90s skinheads and the leather and the motorcycle gangs uh in America too oh yeah Mm -hmm. it's a hardcore it's a fashion statement and -hmm. what are you saying with that statement absolutely (laughs) yeah just why fashion is very important in the show, I can see already. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, we get we get to Luke. We get to Luke, who is this uh, very religious, very very strong, powerful vampire, mm-hmm. which is how the show ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that that episode to but, be continued, which I didn't know it was a, a two parter, and I had forgotten it was a two parter because mm-hmm. I never watch it like this anymore, <laughs> ever. <laughs> You just watch like 19 in a row. Oh my god, I just put it on and just watch and clean and talk to my friends. Mm-hmm. I stop. I like, you know, listen for my favorite line. I keep doing my thing. Like, <laughs> it's just my, it's sort of like a soundtrack in my house some 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 days, especially in the winter. Anyway, yes. that's, you know. Oh, one more work. thing I forgot to mention about the master. He mention. has crazy nails. Yes. They're like. They're like three inches long and like pointy. He's very androgynous. Oh yes, he? and like I don't know, just like some hand acting, lovely hand nail acting, which is frightening. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, he is definitely of a different world. I mean, he comes out of the earth. There's something about that too. These vampires that come out of the earth, mm. like they are of the earth. Yeah, they're totally of the earth. They're not these. They unnatural... almost feel like yeah. They feel natural, like they're and also old, like this, old, like the old gods, you know, older yes. than. Which is what Luke says. They're going to return it to the old ones. Uh, That's yeah. right. Yep. So the the old way, the true way, insinuating that vampires walked the earth before humans did, mm, and they've come to reclaim. So, in the next episode, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, is Buffy going to die? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we ended with um, Buffy's in the coffin uh-huh. beside some bones. Which freaked her out. Uh, and he snapped uh, the steak she had, which I don't think is Mr. Pointy. It's just an indescript steak. <laughs> uh, whereas all her steaks, Mr. Pointy, I don't know. <laughs> I love this. I love that you are going to be on the lookout for Mr. Pointy. Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, so I don't think that was it because it was like not very ceremoniously. No, you are right. Um, I will say broken. is am I allowed to correct you like when you say something that I know to be true? Um in in instances when it's like not going to give too much away, am I allowed to say you're right, Marley? You're right. That's not Mr. Pointy. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> And I know it. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. Your intuition, your Slayer intuition, your That's Giles That's my Slayer spidey sense, which <laughs> I'll just look for fashion. Uh, that'll tell me. Um, so she's in the coffin and Luke is like over her and is like, ah. but I think she's going to sort of like use a bone as a stake or something like that. I don't know. Uh, or like 
Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but she'll escape. Maybe Giles will come save her. I don't know. Um, although he doesn't seem like he would be in the action. No, he seems pretty much like committed to being just the book guy. Well, and right his now. objective right now is to make Buffy uh, realize her uh, path and for him to be to guide her on the path. Although, yeah. like, who the fuck does he think he is, like, about, like, what she needs to do? Totally. Like, he's just some guy that just came into her life and is like, I know what you need to do. I, I don't know his credentials. Like, how did he... I don't trust him. Don't you love that he's like, well, you, you must know this is your destiny. You must want this. And she's like, oh, yeah, want to lose all my friends? Mm-hmm. Want to ruin my social life? Want to fight for my life every day? Yeah, yeah, that's totally something I want. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I I would be like, who the fuck do you think you are? Well, then they cut to Giles and Giles in his face. It's the first time he's considered her as a human being Mm. and not just some, not just some character in in the stories that he's been reading in, in, in his book brain. Yeah. But like an actual human being who has things to lose, feelings, autonomy, uh, their own desires, you know, she she becomes a bit more human in his eyes, I think. Mm-hmm. That's what I get from that take when they cut back to him. Is He's like, oh. He also doesn't retort. She gets the last word. She storms out. Yeah. Yeah. So he, you know, that he's going to keep doing that in the next episode. Yeah, he's uh, going to keep doing that. He's going to keep talking to her about her destiny. And yeah, her and book. she'll be like, back off. Um, yeah. And then Xander and Willow are like, they know something's up. Xander also knows she's a slayer. Yeah, so who knows she's a slayer? This is important. Uh, so Giles does. Xander does. Because he overheard in the library. And he doesn't know what it means. He kind of made a flippant joke about it. But, yeah. Um, then Willow doesn't know anything. Willow doesn't know anything, but Willow, because Buffy gave her some advice, mm-hmm. and that advice, Buffy takes it kind of takes on the burden of Willow's choice because Buffy told her to seize the day, Willow's all of a sudden going to the cemetery slash ice cream shop with this vampire. Mm-hmm. So so she knows that uh, demons exist. She yeah. saw one before her very eyes. Uh, so she's sort of pulled into it, but she doesn't know. Uh, obviously, her mom doesn't know because nope. Buffy's like, I'll only hang out with the living now. I mean lively people (laughs) don't you love all of the slips of the tongue yeah i love all the slips of the tongue it's so dramatic it's so 1990 theatrical she's like almost like to the camera whoopsie (laughs) yeah shouldn't have said that so her mom doesn't know which is interesting how can you not know your daughter burned down a thing and xander knew in one day i love i love this about the show is is that there's this disconnect between the older people and the younger people Mm. and that's a theme in this show certainly yeah uh one that like we're just seeing the baby kernels of right now but just assuming that young people's problems aren't important don't Mm -hmm. matter uh they just need to get over them they're not real they're not lasting they're not going to define the rest of their lives Mm -hmm. there's this sort of oh just just get through high school and then you'll become a person Mm -hmm. It's, it's very much saying that no, the the problems and the trauma and the, I don't know, experience of being young and then growing up mm-hmm. are deeply important things. Yes. And, but a lot of the adults just brush, brush them off. The principal brushes it off. 
Joyce brushes it off and so does Giles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Joyce seems quite like one note to me right now, but <laughs> yeah, we just had maybe like four lines from her, so we'll it's see. True. Her hair is... Uh, asymmetrical. It's asymmetrical. But it's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> But you know she, you know, uh, we'll we'll see what happens. She's got lovely curls, so curl pattern. Yeah. So. No hate towards asymmetrical haircuts. It's just that I Joyce's, have one. I know you do, and you're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I love your haircut. But Joyce's is just—it's not the right. It's not the right. It's just big. It's poofy. It's like it's like a triangle. It's mom. They're it's, telling it's us it's very mom. And but I was like, oh, she's actually younger and prettier than this hair is making <laughs> her look right now. Like she doesn't have to look like they certainly 50. did mom mom her up. Yeah. Um, but she's actually quite like a, a a lovely kind of woman, and she doesn't look as old as I think they no, made and her she's, look. She she might be kind of like distracted and absent, but she is not without warmth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So Joyce doesn't know. Uh, Angel knows. Yeah. What I does think, Angel know? I don't know. It was a very mysterious encounter. There is just a lot of things happening in this episode. Let's just say I don't bite. So he like acknowledges that that there are vampires. That mm-hmm. was code for I'm not a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, but who is he? Who knows? He gives her a cross. Man, everyone's just trying to tell Bobby what to do all the time. So also, did he have that cross for no reason? And he just happens to give it to her. He always has a spare cross. So he'll give it to this girl. He obviously knows she's, I think, knows she's the Slayer. How he knows who he is. No idea. So we came into that alley to give her the cross and give her the information mm-hmm. about the harvest. Yeah. Giles is like, who told you that? What? You're not his friend? Whose friend? Oh, whatever. There's whatever. a vampire down there. Gotta what? go. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think that's all the people that know she's a slayer. Yep. Yeah. I think that's that's true. I mean, quite a bunch from this episode found out. Absolutely. So, yeah. We did so good. We We did. <laughs> we did it. We did. We totally did. Next time I'm going to, I'm going to, this is for all of you next time so that you can, you can hear what I'm working on as I work. Yeah, on we're it. working on it. We're working on it. But I really love that we got the flow of talking about actual plot, talking about your feelings and your first impressions. I got mm-hmm. to give a lot of, I got to talk a lot because I just do that. And, and we, we, we did talk about some of the complicated, complicated things about the show that wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't happen today and and the reboot that they're planning on doing is with a black slayer mm-hmm. so so they're gonna um kind of like oh walking yes. like yes ah uh, yes this was a yes a super white show yeah but like also um it is the first episode there wasn't that many kind of tricky things to talk about Not like really. they didn't really get into anything like that it was mostly kind of like here's the cast of characters, here's what's going on in the world, and that, like, yeah. so I'm sure other episodes will have more, more to kind of unpack. Absolutely. In that field. Um, our end of the show will be our favorite line from the episode. Okay, you so what, go first. Okay, <laughs> this is uh, what Cordelia said when she was in the club, uh, and she also had a sparkly white clutch. Uh, <laughs> gorgeous. Uh, and she was, I think she was talking on the phone, I don't know, or with her friends. And she said, nobody cool has Epstein Bar anymore. 
<laughs> Which no. is a wild statement. <laughs> She's talking about cool, like, illnesses. Yeah. What is Epstein Bar? I don't even know, but I wanted to look it up. Okay, you look it up. My phone is lost in the fort. Here, I don't know. take mine. You look it up. <laughs> what is Epstein Bar? Nobody and cool has it. I'm going to give my favorite line because I have a few. Mm-hmm. So here, you go ahead and type in Epstein Bar. Okay. <laughs> so I think, I mean, seize the moment because tomorrow you might be dead is just so famous. But I also really, really like when Giles is in the club and he says, um, this is not my, my idea of a good night. My idea of a good night is with a cup of Bovrin and a good book. <laughs> like, what is Bovrin? What's Bovrin? Is it like wine? Uh, Epstein Bar is a type of herpes. It's in the herpes family. Okay. So uh, it's not cool to have herpes anymore. Okay. Oh, maybe it's mono. It is oh. best known as the cause of infectious mononucleosis or mono. Okay, so it's actually just mono. Well, and also herpes is so many things. Well, and everybody has. Yeah. Doesn't have it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, or HPV. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it is the commonly known as mono. So nobody calls mono anymore. Thanks, Cordelia, for your fucking well, insight. <laughs> even even like their illnesses have to be on trend. On fleek. <laughs> on fleek. I do like that. And I do love frappuccinos. Trendy but delicious. But delicious. Uh, yeah. You're also learning about, just to finish it off, you're, mm. you are learning. You, I'm glad you asked me last time about the prequel. Because you are learning about who Buffy was, mm-hmm. too. Like, she obviously was a popular girl. Mm-hmm. Who got into the wrong crowd, or mm-hmm. whatever. That's what Joyce thinks. Yeah. But she was... At her old school, a popular girl. And she can play ball with the popular girls if she wants. Well, of course. Like, she's pretty and uh, knows about trendy things. But she's making a choice. She's making a choice not to um, join uh, people who are mean. mean. Yeah. and Unnecessarily. Yeah. Totally mean, mean. For only to just put somebody down. Mm-hmm. Another great line is Cordelia's line. Um, you're from L.A., so... We'll skip the written when she's doing her, like, cool test in the hallway. It's so good. <laughs> You're from L.A. Just L.A., L.A., L.A. She's obsessed with L.A. LA. She also says pepper spray is so passe. Or does Buffy say that? Buffy says okay. that. Pepper spray is when so she's passe. Like, oh, when, when Xander's like, I, here's your steak. I can only think you're building a really little fence. Tiny fence. She's like, oh, it's for self-defense. <laughs> Don't sing twice, Xander. And pepper you spray know? is so passe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. All right, This is so fun. Should we have another cheers? Have another cheers, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Uh, if you have any comments, uh, queries, concerns, uh, corrections. Oh, welcome them. Please shoot us a email. Uh, we have an email address. It's my best friend thinks she's Buffy at gmail.com. Oh, my God. And give us a follow on the gram uh, at my best friend thinks she's Buffy. Uh, and we'll have some, I think I'm going to post a few fashion moments from this episode oh, so that people can good. really see what we're dealing Cordelia's, with. Cordelia's, Cordelia's, we should, we should take Cordelia down a peg and definitely show those yeah. terrible, terrible She things. has no right to call anyone no. else unfashionable. <laughs> uh, and, uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>